Hello, ghouls. Welcome to Brave the Basement. I'm your host, the Ghoul the Rules. I'm your co-host, Black One Jack 2. If you enjoy getting a little scared, ghost stories, haunted houses, a believer in the supernatural, or maybe even a skeptic wanting to look at things from a different perspective, then this is the show for you. Today's episode is sponsored by Ed's Barbershop. Ed's Barbershop is located at 210 Lane Street, North Judson, Indiana. So if you enjoy getting your hair cut from a hometown barber with that old-fashioned feel, then dial 574-896-3344 and schedule your appointment today. So, Blackjack, uh, a few weeks ago, uh, we did a ghost story session where we just told some random ghost stories. And uh, I had a ghost story about the weeping woman. And I I'd mentioned in there that, hey, I'd like to dig a little bit deeper into that topic. And I found a lot of information and even a movie about the weeping woman. And she is called La Llorona. La Llorona. Yes. La Llorona is undoubtedly the most famous ghost in Latin America. She is known to children all the way from Texas down through Mexico, Guatemala, and even the southern tip of South America. Her eerie cries foretell death and danger for naughty children, or maybe unfaithful husbands, as her weeping echoes over various bodies of water threatens an impending drowning. La Llorona is becoming better known in the U.S. because of the 2019 horror movie, The Curse of La Llorona. But what do we really know about the Wailing Woman? So who is La Llorona? La Llorona is the wailing ghost of a woman whose spirit roams the earth due to the sins she committed in her life, namely the drowning of her children. Legend says that her spirit can be found hovering over and near bodies of water in her long white gown, crying for her lost children and at her own crime. Some versions of the story say she hunts down children to kidnap or attack, while others say she is on the lookout to lay some supernatural vengeance on unfaithful husbands. For many Latin children, La Llorona is a story constantly told from child to child or from parent to misbehaving children. They grow up hearing things like, Make sure you're back in the house by five. Otherwise, La Llorona is going to come and get you. I mean, that's just, I mean, I, I mean, I'm interested. This is, uh, you know, I, I love learning Spanish. I'm learning Spanish uh, right now. And honestly, I'm very interested in, in, in this story. Yeah. And then uh, I even when I was doing some of this research, uh, I was so interested as well that I even checked out that movie. And I was surprised that a lot of the accuracies in the movie, um, as it pertains to the urban legend of La Llorona itself. And so the legend of La, La Llorona is in life, her name was Maria, a poor but beautiful woman who caught the eye of a rich man who showered her with affection. Soon she bore the man two sons, at which point the man's attitude began to change. He soon ignored Maria, turning his attention to chasing other women and booze. When he would come to visit the young woman, he would only spend time with the children. He would talk about marrying a woman more suited to his class and lifestyle. Soon, Maria resented the attention that the boys got from their father. In a fit of rage at seeing her lover with his new wife, she drowned her children in the river. Realizing what she had done, she wasted away with grief and wailing, until all that was left was a weeping ghost on the riverbank. So as the so as the legend goes, 
she finds children and they'll hear her before they see her. And if she gets a hold of these children, she drowns them. So uh, do the children have to be like uh, near like a body of water? A lot of times that's how the, the urban legend goes, that they're somehow near some water. And then they'll hear her cry out, I miss hijos, which uh, means all my children. And uh, there's a couple different versions of the story as to why she's doing this. Some some believe that she was forbidden by God into coming back into heaven. And some people believe that she's under the power of a demon. And she must find her children. And uh, the thing is that the demon is deceiving her. Because her children are already gone. Do you mean deceiving her by like other children making making her think that the other children are her own? Right, exactly. And then so she's reliving these things. Uh, a lot of versions of the story, you know, like I said, especially you know in the Hispanic community where where this is huge, you know, like you know here. You know, a parent to say something like, if you don't clean your room, Santa's not going to bring you any presents. But somewhere like in Mexico, they're going to say things like, if you don't clean your room, then La Llorona is going to come and get you. I mean, it's it's scary just to think about. Yeah, and the movie I really put it in perspective. So if you get a chance, Blackjack, check out The Curse of La Llorona. So we're going to get into some uh, personal, well, not my personal, but some personal stories that I had found where people had experiences with La Llorona. So this is one of my favorite stories. My mother has passed down to my siblings. And we were when, when we were very young, I'm going to say I was about 9 or 10 years old. And they took place in Central America. El Salvador to be precise. My grandma one day was supposed to meet up with a friend to go to another friend's wake. My grandma was waiting for a friend where they had agreed to meet, which happened to be near a river. She sees this woman from far away, all in white, and my grandma says it looked just like her friend. Her name was Mary, so she starts following this woman, calling out for her, thinking it's her friend. She followed her by the river, and then kept calling out for her, but no answer. My grandmother started catching up, but as she was getting closer to her, she started to feel what she says her shoulders were big, her head felt big, and she couldn't move anymore. She was close enough to see this woman's face that was covered by a veil, and she said the woman's face was a skull. My grandmother somehow came out of her shock and ran as fast as she could. She said she felt as if she was running slow and wasn't getting away fast enough. These stories always gave me the chills, but have always been fascinating. She states it was La Llorona, or the weeping woman, because she was walking by the river. I mean, how long has this story been going on? Like, how long have, how many generations? I'm not sure, but it has been a very long time. And uh, like I said earlier, the, the La Llorona urban legend is massive, and in, in especially in, in Mexico. Uh, so we're going to get into another story here. And this says, uh, this happened to me when I was about 11 years old. It was the 90s. I have lived my whole life in El Paso, Texas. The culture 
is rich in folklore and religious beliefs. Many Hispanic families have stories of the paranormal. One legend popular is the legend of the weeping woman, a.k.a. La Llorona. The legend of La Llorona has been part of Hispanic culture in the Southwest since the days of the conquistadors. So there you go, Blackjack. Uh, according to this writer, this conquistadors. Yep. The tall, thin spirit is said to be blessed with natural beauty and long, flowing black hair. Wearing a white ground, gown, she roams the rivers and creeks, wailing into the night and searching for children to drag, screaming to a watery grave. No one really knows when the legend of La Llorona began or from where it originated, though the tales vary from source to source. The one common thread is that she is the spirit of a doomed mother who drowned her own children and now spends eternity searching for them in a river breaks. One night, just like any other night, I lived in a trailer with my mom and dad. My youngest brother was staying with my aunt this night. I fell asleep watching Jay Leno as usual, and when I woke up, I was on the sofa in my living room. The time was 4 a.m., which illuminated from the stove in the kitchen. The television was off, and normally I had a light on, but this time it was pitch black. I woke up, and I heard a horrible screaming that was coming from far in the distance. The screaming was coming from a ditch that was a few feet away from my home. I heard it, and I thought I was hearing things. I asked myself, am I dreaming? Then I started to hear the animals outside howling and whimpering. These animals that I speak of are cats and dogs. As the screaming got closer, the animals continued to cry. The screaming was something I have never experienced ever before. It sounded like I was in a big hallway, and a woman was screaming her guts out down that hallway. Then all the screaming, I started to make out words. These words being said by whoever this was at 4 a.m., screaming their guts out, shocked me. The woman said, I am Isios, which translates to all my children. In a huge panic, I quickly got up from the sofa and ran to the kitchen, which is right next to where I was asleep. I turned the closest light and looked around. The screaming didn't stop. In fact, the screaming only got louder and closer. I questioned my sanity at the moment. Was I going crazy? Was I hearing things? Then I thought to myself, this is real, and animals are responding to it in a negative way. So I did what any other 11-year-old boy would do in a moment like this. I ran to my mom and dad's room. I reached for my mom and shook her awake wildly. She woke up slowly, and to my amazement, the screaming faded as she woke. I thought to myself, what the heck is going on? I told my mother, Mom, do you hear that screaming and crying lady? My mom was half asleep as she said, go back to sleep. It is most likely your imagination. I told her, no, this is real. Please listen, don't you hear it? My mom quickly just said, you are dreaming, so go back to sleep. It's going to be okay. By then, the screaming had faded long away, like whoever was screaming knew that an adult was awake. I was terrified as I returned to the living room and quickly turned on the television. As I left most of the lights on as well, I didn't go back to sleep until the sun came up. I couldn't believe what I heard and witnessed. I was treated like a crazy person whenever I told my story. It got so bad that I kept my experience to myself. 
To this day, I don't care what people think of my experience. I know what I heard. A couple of years later, it happened to me again. So we know where uh, the, the the era of when the, when this story began, because in 1492, uh, Christopher sailed the ocean blue, and the conquistadors were very popular in the 1500s. Uh, when Spanish were conquer, uh, conquering the the Americas, so we we kind of have an estimate. So I'd say in the later fifteen hundreds, later fifteen hundreds. Yeah, I mean, I'm not exactly sure. It's very interesting, and and that's that's what makes these urban legends so much fun. Is uh, you know, there's not always just one one version of the story, and uh, I'm one of those people that believe you know, um. There's my side of the story. There's your side of the story. And in between that is the truth, you know. So so the truth is in there somewhere, you know. And like I said, that that's just what makes these fun. But these, I mean, it is huge. You can honestly possibly say to the late uh, early 1600s, uh, probably because during the, the 1500s, there was the conquering of the Aztecs, the Mayans, and the Incas. And you would have to think there would have to be a lot of civilization uh, rebuilding. And so... You have to assume it's somewhere late 1500s, 1600s. This story has been passed down by generation by generation. So we got one more story that we're going to jump into, and then I then I got a little bit more information about La Llorona before we uh, close out for today. So I'm not as, as an experienced writer as many as the others on here, but I'll give it my best. This happened to my ex-wife and I. It was during the summer. When my family decided that we should all take a trip to Mexico to visit family, I was about to join the Marine Corps. So my mother wanted for me to go see my family just in case something bad were to happen. At the time, I was with my pregnant girlfriend, who would later become my wife and then ex-wife. Since she was pregnant, I didn't want to leave her alone, so I brought her, bought her a ticket so she could come with as well. Her being Caucasian with blonde hair and hazel eyes made everyone around my grandma's house curious, and a lot of our extended family came by to see the beautiful American girl. After greeting everyone, we all started to talk about what had been going on since we had left. My girlfriend was sitting next to me, having me translate parts of the conversation. One of my aunts, who I knew was into the paranormal, brought up the subject of La Llorona, a.k.a. the Wailing Woman. My mom quickly told my aunt to shut up since she knew that it would get me both interested and scared regarding it. But I was able to push my aunt to keep on going. I mean, I was going to be a Marine after all, and I couldn't let a silly myth scare me. She proceeded to tell us about how whenever she would sleep over at my grandma's house, at which we were currently at, if she stayed up late enough, she would be able to hear the wails, the wails of La Llorona. My mom rolled her eyes and jokingly pushed my aunt. The subject died from there since one of my other aunts started to talk about her son and other things. Seeing how serious everyone had gotten for a brief moment, my girlfriend nudged me and asked what we were talking about. I told her to the myth of the wailing woman about how she drowned her children in a river and was destined to walk along the rivers of Mexico looking for her dead children. She, of course, laughed, not really buying any of my paranormal stories. That night, my parents decided that my girlfriend and I should stay at our old house where I grew up. 
since we were both adults and needed our own space. The house was currently being worked on, so the bedrooms had no doors or working lights. The only doors in the house were the ones that led into the outside. They were fairly new, but they were your standard metal flimsy doors that a kick or punch could make it rattle through out the house. Inside, we had to use a candle and a flashlight for our light source. I remember we even used the bed sheet as a temporary door to give our room a little bit more privacy, even though it was only two of us in the house. As the night went on, my girlfriend and I stayed up talking, and eventually we fell asleep. I don't know at what time exactly, but something woke me up. I didn't have a cell phone, and my watch at the time was really cheap, so I wasn't able to tell what time it was. Looking down, I realized that my girlfriend had stolen the covers, so I slowly tried to steal some back. As I was debating on closing the window that was located right above our heads, I heard a long wail. It was a long and distorted wail. I could hear the old raspiness in her voice, like as if she had been yelling for such a long time that her throat was getting ready to give out. But what confused me was that her wail sounded like as if it was being played through old gramophone. I don't know if it was the scratchiness of her voice or what exactly, but it sounded like an old creepy record playing over and over. She was wailing under trademark, I miss you hosts, all my children. That wail was what made her infamous, not just in the paranormal community, but with most of the people living in the rural parts of Mexico. My girlfriend started to stir and woke up. I don't remember if I woke her up on purpose, but either way, it was a bad move of me to do since she was also getting to hear the wails. I was both excited and scared at the same time. A cold chill traveling down my spine just reinforced my fear. The wails grew louder, making it seem like as if she was slowly heading towards us. My girlfriend asked me with a half smile, What the heck is that? Thinking I had asked my aunts to scare us. I just motioned for her to be quiet and listen. Hearing my tone of voice, she knew that something was wrong. Another loud wail passed by, echoing inside the house. My girlfriend started shaking, terrified of what could be outside her house. I had my left arm under her head, and I could feel tears run down from her face to my arm. Each time the wail came, she would shake a little, and at the same time, I would hold her close. The wails eventually came to a peak where it sounded like as if she was outside her window. Doing the only brave thing I knew, I pulled the cover covers over us and tried to remain as still as we could. The whales eventually faded out, and just as we thought, she had gone. What I find interesting is that adults were able to hear it. Well, she was pregnant. You know what? That would... That could... But but it doesn't make sense because he's not pregnant. No, he's not. But uh, he he was still within the he was he, he was still within the, the area. Yeah, within the area. So uh, we're gonna go ahead and jump into one more little thing about La Llorona. Uh Some people believe that you can summons La Llorona. So to summons La Llorona, you need to go into a room lined with mirrors on the wall, close the doors, and light red candles all over. 
Repeat her name until you hear her wailing. I miss hijos. Or be a misbehaving child who doesn't listen to their parents. This is like one of the most interesting stories, honestly. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed the research on this one. I, I just, and like I said, I enjoyed it so much and, and I heard about that movie. I got it on Amazon Prime right away. I sat and watched the movie. Really, check the movie out. It's really, really good. Um, and, if, and if you have any La Llorona stories, uh, you can go ahead, go ahead and send us an email at bravedebasement at gmail.com. I kind of want to shout someone out. Uh, Senor K, uh, please email this. I'm going to show you this video. Um, honestly, if you have any stories, I mean, I- I'm really interested, and thank you. Yeah, and don't and don't make fun of my Spanish too. I never took Spanish class, and my I practiced saying La Llorona for a solid week before recording. So, I, and I know I kind of messed up a few times, but uh, I gave it my best shot. So don't don't judge us, Senor K. If you would like to become a Brave the Basement ghoul, be sure to share the show on social media. Go to bravethebasement.weebly.com and sign up for our newsletter to get all the latest news and updates when each episode has been posted. If you have a ghost story you would like to share with us, you can reach us at bravethebasement at gmail.com. Your story can make it on the show and be featured on the website. You can also submit your story on Reddit under the subreddit Brave the Basement or in the YouTube comment section. If you have an eerie ghost photo you would like to share, please email us and include a description and your photo could be added to our photo gallery. And something else I want to remind everyone, we just uh, last week introduced uh, bonus material on the website, which would be perfect for videos and any audio that you have that you would like to share with us. We could throw it up there, talk about it on the show. And that brings us to the end. We hope that we brought you just a little fright. And remember when you're up late at night and you hear something in the other room that just doesn't seem right. It's okay if you need to turn on the light to protect yourself from things that go bump in the night. I'm your host, Gould the Rules. I'm your co-host, Black One Jack 2. And I hope you join us again. Until next time. <laughs>